You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Hey guys, Chasta here, the host of the Rock Your Life Podcast. How you doing? Hope you're doing well. We have had a couple of pretty intense weeks with our conversations here on the podcast. So I wanted to lighten it up just a little bit this week, but still talk about something very impactful. We're talking about social media this week and how it impacts our lives. And with this podcast being not really a self-help podcast, I don't really like that term self-help because it feels like we're in need of help and that we're struggling. And that's not the case. I don't feel that way about myself. And I'm sure that you probably don't feel that way about yourself. It's more of a self awareness podcast. Just being aware about who we are, what we put out in the world, the good or the bad, the positive or the not so positive, but just understanding our actions and our interactions and the way that they help or don't help the world. And so that's what this podcast is about, being our best selves. And social media, it can go either way. (laughs) On the last episode, I actually talked about that a little bit, but I wanted to dive into this concept because social media is just a part of who we are now, right? I mean, I don't think the genie's ever going back in the bottle. I can't imagine a time where we go, you know what, enough of social media, close it all down and go back to the way life was before it came to be. I just can't imagine that being the case. So with that being said, it's more understanding how to process social media and how to deal with it these days. And especially this year with everything going on, all the craziness that has ensued in 2020, it seems like social media has really been very, very difficult, at least for me, speaking for myself, to handle. Um, Facebook is a different beast than Instagram. And there's reasons why, I think. Number one, you're kind of unlimited as to what you can say and post. I mean, Twitter gives you limits on characters, although you can just tweet your ass off. Uh, But still, you're kind of limited there. Instagram is more about pretty pictures and little captions, and it's just not the place for that. But Facebook can really be just a storyboard for anyone and everyone. And at least for me, whenever I go on Facebook, I have really opened it up. I'm a radio broadcaster in the San Francisco Bay Area, if you're not familiar. Uh, I do radio and TV here. And so I just opened up my Facebook and I just accepted pretty much anybody. If I have mutual friends with you and I can figure out that you're a real human and you're not a bot or something, like I'll pretty much add you. Um, Unless I go to your page and you're just like super hate-filled and I can immediately tell that we would not vibe, then I won't. But other than that, it's kind of free, open game. Um, But on Instagram... I curate it much more. Like if you were to log into my Instagram account, you would immediately see a feed filled with positive, enriching, amazing stuff and incredible human beings involving wellness, fitness, nutrition, spiritual things. Like I really have curated my Instagram on purpose to be a place that when I open it, it uplifts me. Now, I still follow a lot of my friends. I still follow a lot of people, but I'm very, very conscious about what I bring into that because I want Instagram to be like a safe space on social media. You know what I'm saying? And I want to talk about 
a concept that gets talked about a lot in this space, the self-help or self-awareness space. When you're doing self-help type books or podcasts or whatever, you hear this a lot. People say that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that quote is usually attributed most often to a motivational speaker, Jim Rohn. Uh, He originally said it, I think, but there's a question mark around that because a lot of people have been been given credit for that. But the point is, it's still a great point that you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I do believe in that. I believe that's true. Because think about it. Your friends, you're around them a lot, or your family, or your spouse. You start to pick up mannerisms, sayings. You could pick up certainly their positive nature or their negative nature. You pick up habits. Do they drink and they have encouraged you to drink or that you've picked up that habit along the way? Are they really poor eaters? And because of that, you have picked up some bad habits along the way with that. Or maybe you're the bad habit and you encourage them. Or let's hope that you're the good habit. You're the healthy person and you encourage them with healthy habits. You see what I'm saying? Like what you do encourages the people around you to behave Over time, it's not like instantaneous, but if you hang out with the same people all the time, you start to have similar interests, similar likes, or maybe you go out to dinner and everyone is drinking and if you don't drink, you feel weird and so you pick up a drink that maybe you wouldn't otherwise. These things happen over time. And so I just think that it's something worth thinking about, okay? And that's talking about people in general, that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. But think about social media for one second. Consider social media is a person. Mm, That's kind of a weird concept, huh? When you open up Facebook, what if that was a person? You open up Instagram, what if that was a person? Would you hang out with that person? Would you let them be an influence in your life? If Facebook is a place that you open up and it's just negativity just spouting at you and you just see all these people like, arguing or posting hate or posting false information, which is what plagues Facebook um, from what I see, from my angle. Um, Would you want that in your life as somebody that you hung out with? Because I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't want somebody at dinner with me all the time or hanging out at a party with me all the time or in my home that was just negative or argumentative or they wanted to just stir the pot so they just threw crap out there. Think about social media as a person, and it really changes the way that you look at it. I've been doing this lately, and I have really kind of searched within myself, like, why do I give Facebook power? Like, why is it so hard for me to quit? Well, it's because Facebook does provide some good. One of those good things, most obviously, is that it's a place for me to connect with my family and friends from Oklahoma or other parts of the country or maybe people I went to college with who, let's be real, I wouldn't make time to like call them all the time and have like a real close relationship with, but I would still like to know what's going on in their lives. Do they have kids? What do their kids look like? I'd love to see their vacation videos, like all of that stuff. And I love having that opportunity to connect with people that I have known throughout the years. But I don't know what it's worth to me because there's so much other stuff on Facebook, at least on my end. And maybe that's my fault because I did open it up to pretty much everybody. Maybe I should do that or maybe I should spend the time to go through and curate Facebook like I have Instagram. 
But it's just frustrating a little bit to me that it has a hold on me because there have been many times over the last several weeks, especially that I've wanted to just be like, screw Facebook, delete the app, call it a day, take it off my phone. I'll never do it again. But I know I'm not going to do that because those people that I do want to connect with are there. So I keep opening it up and I keep seeing a lot of arguing and hateful speech and just that you feel me it's just that <laughs> there's no other way to describe it and so I really have taken note of that because I don't want that quote-unquote person social media the person that is social media to rub off on me and I can feel it when it does if I open up my Facebook early in the morning and I see something negative, it will immediately put me in a bad mood. And I shouldn't allow that to happen. Now, Instagram is a different thing because like I said, I've curated it. I've really thought out what I want that to bring to my life. I don't know why the difference is there. It just is. But it is such a beautiful spot for me to open because anytime I open up Instagram, I mean, not anytime, it's not perfect, but by and large, anytime I open up Instagram, it provides me with some sort of goodness because I have followed inspirational speakers, motivational people. They post beautiful quotes or lyrics or a great healthy recipe to inspire me or they're working out and that reminds me to get my butt moving or whatever it is that speaks to you and makes you happy and brings you joy, that's what you should follow on social media. And I am literally turning my finger around and pointing at myself because this is something that I'm going to commit to doing on Facebook um, and Twitter, I guess. I don't really use Twitter that much. I don't really pay attention to it a whole lot. I'll do Facebook first. But I just encourage you to consider social media as a human being. And if that human being is one of the five people that you spend the most time with, because we're all on our phones all the time, we've already covered that, we know that's an issue for everyone pretty much. And if it's not for you, then good job, you get the extra cookie this week. But for most of us, that is an issue. So I just challenge you this week to consider that, that social media is a person, it's a person that you spend a lot of time with and I want you to think about who you're following, what you're taking in and how that is affecting you, your life, your attitude and then what you in turn are turning around and putting out in the world. Just thinking about the people in your life and how they affect you. I think that's such a powerful thought um, and it's incredibly hard to let go of people who are negative influences. I have found this week on Facebook, a few people that I know have said some things that have really been very off-putting to me. Um, and it's fine if we don't agree on everything. I'm not saying we have to agree on everything, but the way that they have been said, just with passion, but like aggressive passion and just hate and just very, this is the way it is, my way or the highway, anybody who doesn't agree, big old bird up to you. It's just been like that. And it's very hard for me to see that and know that that's how a person feels and then just ignore it when I see them in real life. You know what I mean? People say that social media, oh, social media doesn't matter. It's just Facebook. It doesn't matter. It's just Facebook. Well, it does matter. Because consider this. If you have, let's just nice round number, have 2,000 friends on Facebook, okay? And you go on Facebook and you post something. It's like you walking into a theater, picking up a microphone in front of 2,000 people, and saying your piece. 
Now, to be fair, I understand Facebook has algorithms and whatnot, and that stops us from seeing every single thing that all of our friends put out. But by and large, you understand where I'm going with that. It really does matter. Whether you're typing it or you're saying it in a microphone in a theater to these 2,000 people, you're still putting that idea and that concept and that opinion out in the world. And that's fine if that's truly what you mean. And if you would walk up to those people and you would look them in the eye and you would say that opinion like that and you're being a 1,000% true to yourself and you have no questions about that, then, hey, you do you. But I think a lot of people don't think that way. They think, eh, it's just Facebook. It's just a status. Why are people hating on me because I posted something on Facebook? Well, they may be hating on you because they see it as you talking to them in person. And also, you may have let them in on something about you that they can't unhear, they can't unsee, they can't unread, they can't unknow. So I do think social media matters. I do think it's important to consider what we're putting out in the world, whether we're speaking it or we're typing it into a box on Facebook. So now that we have created this idea that social media is a person and that's part of the bubble that we live in, what can we do about it? Well, there's a couple things. Uh, first of all, you can take control and you can forge your own bubble. And basically the way that I've done it with Instagram is I really have taken it upon myself since the beginning of my relationship with Instagram. I really have treated that very specifically as a place that I wanted to have to bring me joy or inspiration. And I can do that with Facebook too. It's just going to take some work probably well worth my time, but it's going to take some work to curate that a little bit better because I let it go so open and just had everybody walk through the door and maybe I need to pull back on that and curate it a little bit more so that I don't just open it up and get frustrated and find all kinds of chaos there. Um, you know, and on Facebook, you don't have to unfriend people. Like you don't need drama in your life. You don't have to cause any wars or anything. You can simply unfollow people or hide their posts. There's lots of ways that you can kind of mute the people that you don't want to have to deal with all the time on Facebook without hurting feelings. If you don't care about hurt feelings, then by all means, unfriend away. <laughs> but that's kind of how you can take control back and forage your own bubble and build your own squad. Like I said, reach out to people, like especially on Instagram. You guys, like there are people I have met through Instagram that I've never actually really met in person. But I feel like I have a relationship with them uh, because we have exchanged great conversations on direct message uh, and we tag each other in things. I'll give you an example. A girl named Brandy Diane. I've never met her in real life. Uh, she, I believe the very first time we met was because she was a listener of the radio station that I work for. Um, but I mean, we immediately hit it off. I knew from the very moment I saw her. She and I, we have similar ideals. We're both very positive uh, people that keep our hearts and our minds open and really just kind of push ourselves to be better all the time. I don't know her really, but I do. Like I actually know a lot about her just from social media and that tells you the power of social media. So build your squad. You know, if you find people like that who are inspiring to you, you come across them. Um, and I came across her through my radio station, but also through fitness because she's a beach body coach like I am reach out to them, send them a DM, let them know like, Hey, just wanted to let you know, you're part of my virtual squad. Your posts bring me joy. They inspire me, whatever they do, let them know because that will build a relationship and build your bubble and build your squad to be more of a positive place for you 
online. Um, now, let's focus on ways that you can take the control back to cut back on social media. Because as I was mentioning earlier, I don't like that I feel like Facebook has power over me. So I have been really soul searching on what am I going to do about it? Am I going to be off of Facebook entirely? I don't think that that's realistic for me. Um, number one, in my job, working in radio and TV, that is a huge way I connect with listeners. And I do love having that connection with listeners because I get to know what they're thinking. I get to know what they care about, what I should talk about on the radio that is interesting to them. So I think it's important that it's there, but it's on me to put up some sort of framework around it. So maybe it's, I set a time limit um, and maybe that is set by me. I just go, hey, I'm going to check in at 7 a.m. in the morning and I'm going to be on there for 15 minutes and I'm going to get my fix. I'm going to figure out what everybody's talking about and then I'm going to pop off. That's if you have the willpower to do that. If you don't, fine, no big deal. I just Googled and apparently there are apps that can block you. At, you can put like a timer on an app and then after that time is up, it'll block you. You know, we have those timers on like iPads for children, you know, screen time timers, and it'll just block you after that 15 minutes is up or whatever. You can do that for yourself. Treat yourself like your own child. Hey, no shame in my game. If I have let social media run amok and I need to rein it back in, if I need to set a timer just like I would for my kid, no shame. If it helps me and it improves my mood or gives me more time in my day or whatever, then so be it. That's one way to do. Focus time. Really hone in and see where you are spending your time on your phone. We all have, or at least on the iPhone, I assume other phones have this, I'm not sure, uh, but screen time reports every single Sunday, my iPhone gives me a report of how I spent my day, how many hours a day I'm on my phone. And if you click on that and you dig in, it'll actually tell you, you spent two hours on Facebook. It'll say this much time on Instagram uh, and it'll go on and on and on to things that you did for productivity or whatever. Uh, you can really break it down in there and see where you are spending your time. Because if you're going to sit there and be like, I never spend that much time scrolling through social media, you're lying. <laughs> because we all have had that moment where we've you know scrolled on our phone and we think it's been 10 minutes and you look up and it's been 30 minutes. I mean, it very easily can get away from you. Uh, and I'm just being very honest and hopefully you'll be honest with yourself as well that time gets away from you when you're just mindlessly scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Observe a digital Sabbath. Now, I did see that on an article and I was like, ooh, that is good. Just like if you're a religious person, you would have a religious Sabbath. A digital Sabbath is a time period each week when you just eliminate it all together. Let's say no social Sunday. Just made that up in real time, but that sounds good to me. Sunday around our house is family day, as we've covered on this podcast already. So maybe that's a new rule I make for myself. I just don't do social on Sunday, which would probably be pretty easy since I'm busy with a family on Sunday. So that's an option. Or maybe you just say, hey, I'm only going to check in in the morning one time. And then that's my time. Like between 7 and 8, I'm available on social media and then I'm done with it for the rest of the day. Whatever the restrictions are for you where you could take a digital Sabbath, whether it's one full day, maybe every month you take a week off or whatever you decide works best for you. But then you go ahead and you enforce that. Disabling notifications. Now, I will say 
I did this with um, Instagram and I did this with Twitter. I tried to do it with Facebook and I don't know if there's like some sort of conspiracy there, but Facebook just does not listen to the restrictions that I put on it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, but if you can figure out how to disable all notifications, then fantastic. And when you do, you can let me know. Uh, but if you can not have your phone buzz at you all the time, that's going to be ideal because you can do a tiny little research and you can find very quickly. There are studies that show that those notifications on your phone, that's like getting hit with a drug. We actually get dopamine from likes and comments and that ding on your phone that's why social media is so addictive. Like there actually is real science behind it. So when you turn off those notifications so your phone isn't always buzzing and always giving you that spike of dopamine, ooh, who's talking to me or who liked my picture or who whatever, it will stop down your brain from always craving that. Um, and whenever I started turning off notifications, I did notice that I didn't think about my phone as much. I'm still on it a lot because we all are, but it really did help. So I need to dig in and do that even more. And then let's be real. When you make these changes and you're not spending all this time on social media, then you're going to have time on your hands to do other productive things. Who knows what you might do? Maybe you'll create your own podcast and talk about what you want to talk about. Who knows? But there's a lot of ways to take back control of your social media experience and curate the person that is social media so that that person becomes a positive influence in your life. And when you open your phone and you open up those apps, it brings you joy and love and inspiration and not anger and frustration and <laughs> just to put it simply. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. You guys can always hit me up on my email, chastaonair at gmail.com. I would love to hear what you have to say. If you are on Facebook, you can hit me up there. Uh, my page is Chasta Radio. Instagram is at Chasta Lynn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. And Twitter is at Chasta. All right. I think that's it for this week. I do really appreciate you being here as always. I appreciate your comments and your emails because I do think the conversations that we have through this podcast are invaluable. The comments I have gotten um, over the last couple of weeks from the racism podcast that I have done have just, they have really given me life. You guys have said some important things to me. You've opened my eyes to a couple of things. And I just think having conversations about these things that only help to improve our lives only helps to improve our lives. You know what I mean? The more we talk about it, the more we shine the light on it, the more it helps. So that's what we're here to do. We're here to rock your life. Thank you for being here. I love you. Have a fantastic week, and we'll talk soon.